Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Listen, thanks again for tuning in with me this week. And as always, you already know that before I start every single uh, episode, I always like to take a few moments up front to give God some thanks because, you know, I believe that without him, none of this will be possible. Uh, So I just pray that somebody that's out there that's listening is encouraged, inspired, and motivated to not only learn more and do more, but to become more. Uh, You know, I say that every single week. But I'm a, I'm a firm believer that we have to give credit where credit is due. So I pray that in Jesus' name. And thank you guys again for hanging out with me every single week. Uh, but this week, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk about the power of storytelling. That's right, the power of storytelling. Because, you know, for me as a speaker, I uh, get the privilege and the honor to share my story of overcoming uh, the struggles and the challenges and, and, and the adversities that I've had to overcome in my own life. Many of you already know that I was born with a condition called spinal muscular atrophy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, this condition is not an easy condition to live with. It's, it's not an easy condition to live with. I, I make it look easy because I'm always smiling. I have a great personality, great attitude. But, uh, you know, I have my days. I have my days. And I can tell you a bunch of stories <laughs> on how many times I wanted to give up and how many times I just didn't, I just wanted to stay in my bed and I didn't want to have to deal with the world and, and deal with people and, and all these different things, but right? I have all these stories, but that's what I wanted to talk about today because there's a power in, short, in, in, in telling your story and sharing it in your story with other people because right, we all know from the beginning of time, storytelling has been one of those things that has been carried on from generation to generation for centuries and, 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 and decades, right? They show, you know, people share stories about what their forefathers did and what their grandparents did and their great grandparents and their parents. And then those stories get carried on from generation to generation. And that's how we have all these amazing stories. That's why, that's how we have all these amazing movies, all these amazing books that we get to read and watch. And, and it's all about the storytelling aspect of it. And you, and you guys know what I'm talking about, right? You, you'll find a good story that piques your curiosity, it touches your emotions, and it engages your imagination. You'll be watching a movie, like an action, like a jam-packed action movie, right? With like Will Smith, for example. And, and, and as you're watching it, you feel your own personal adrenaline getting higher, right? You feel that rush. Sometimes your hands might get sweaty. You, you, uh, you might even feel like you're sweating, and you just kind of feel like, oh, this is amazing. Or like for me, like I like UFC and, and boxing, right? So when I watch those type of fighting matches, like my body will start twitching. Like I'm right in the ring with them throwing blows and, 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 and throwing kicks and things like that. Like your body responds to stories. And so that's why it's so important that we share our stories. And I know many times, you know, we hear people say like, I don't have a story. I don't know how to tell my story. Or maybe they, they the story that they have is not one that they want to share with the world because they may feel uh, discouraged about it, ashamed, embarrassed, you know, or may just be too much for them to share it because they're afraid they don't want to relive that situation. But at the end of the day, guys, we have to be able to build up enough courage and enough boldness 
that says, no matter what happened to me, I want to use my experience. I want to use my story. I want to use my challenges, my struggles, my adversities, and my overcoming to help someone else. I want to use that to help someone else because many, many times stories are the way that we understand and make sense of the world that we find ourselves in. And it's how we connect with individuals, right? You ever hear somebody, that's why I love comedians, for example, like you hear comedians and they talk about all the things that everybody's thinking, but nobody's saying, and they make it so hilarious. And, 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 <laughs> and when you hear it, you, you, you hear one of the comedians say something, and you're like, oh man, like how come I didn't think of something like that? And it's so simple, right? But it's because they talk about things that everybody else is thinking, but nobody's saying. And in life, that's what we, that's what we deal with in life. When we're sharing our stories, we're dealing with people who are thinking the same things that we're thinking, that have gone through the same things that we've gone through or similar things that we've gone through. And they're saying, oh my gosh, that sounds exactly like me. That sounds exactly what I've been through or similar. And you make a connection. So now that person's in tune with what you're saying. They want to pay, they're going to be paying attention and they're going to be tuned in for the entire time that you're speaking. That's the beautiful thing about storytelling. And, you know, for me, I was one of those type of people that I was embarrassed to share my story. I was embarrassed to tell people that, um, that I was born with a neuromuscular condition. So what I would do is I would just lie and I would say, you know, I was shot. I would tell people that I got shot because I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. So there's a good, there's a high chance that that story is believable. You know, wrong place, wrong time is what I used to tell people. But it was really, you know because I was, a, I was embarrassed, I was afraid, and I was ashamed to really tell people the truth. And I felt bad about lying about it, right? Because I'm a Christian man, and, you know, lying, and, you know, is one of those things that is a no-no in probably many religions, you know, but I felt bad about lying about it, but I just knew that if I would say that, it would be the beginning and the end of the conversation. I wouldn't have to elaborate or explain anything else. And then sometimes, you know, when, when I did, those few times that I did try to tell people, it would be like question after question after question. Like, isn't there a cure? Is there anything you can do? And like all these other questions that I really didn't want to deal with at the time. But I got to a point in my life where I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be sharing my story and, 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 and then I'm going to have to be honest with people and I'm going to have to tell them what the real story is, <laughs> right? I'm going to have to tell them what the real story is. And so I started to little by little start sharing my story with people and answering the questions. And in answering those questions, I, would, I was able to, develop um, a, a certain skill set and, and, and use all of those interactions and those experiences when building my own story. And it's a phenomenal because some people would ask me some amazing questions and some hilarious questions too. <laughs> but that all helped me to develop and craft my own story in such a way that it's compelling, it's moving, it's touching, it's exhilarating, it's exciting, it's funny, it's happy, it's sad, all of those emotions mixed into one. And I'm able to take people on a journey with me. And that's the powerful part about storytelling is that you get to take people on a journey with you. You get to bring them into your reality, right? You get to bring them into your story and take them on a journey with you so that they can experience what you experienced, that same emotion, that same feeling, that same guilt, that same shame, that same feeling of being afraid. Because guess what? You are not the only one and they are not the only one. And so when you share your story with people, what you're doing is, in essence, you're letting them know that, hey, listen, you're not alone. 
you're not alone. And a lot of times when people are going through a difficult situation in life or a tragic situation in life, a lot of times they feel like they're all alone. They feel like, I know for me, like being in a wheelchair, I didn't know a lot of people in wheelchairs when I was growing up. I seen one guy in my neighborhood and I had compassion on him and I used to help him out all the time when I saw him because even though I was still able to walk at that time, I knew that I had this condition inside of me and that eventually one day I would, I would be in his, in his position. I would be in a wheelchair. And so every time I saw him, I showed compassion and I would take him, I would push him to his house because I would see him with groceries on the back of his chair and on his lap. And he had one leg, he was a vet. And uh, I would push him all the way to his house so that he could get there faster, right? Sometimes it'd be drizzling or raining and I'd help hurry up and run and push him to his house. And he loved and he loved me for that. He appreciated it. He used to give me little baseball cards and comic books. Some of you guys listening may not know what all that's about, but when I was younger, man, we used to love baseball cards and comic books. So that's how he would like pay me. Even though I told I would tell him, like, hey, listen, his name was Charles. I would say, Hey Charles, no, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. And he was like insisting on on blessing me because I was a blessing to him. But that's how that's how it works. Like when, you, when you're able to show, uh, share your story, you, what you're doing is you're becoming a blessing in somebody else's life. And you're able to take them on a journey of not only helping them see what their struggles and their adversities and their challenges are, but also helping them see what overcoming looks like. Because you've been at a place and you're at a place where you've overcome all those things. And now you're helping them to see the same thing. You're helping them to be able to think and understand and know that it's possible that if you overcame your challenge and your situation that may be the same or similar to theirs, that there's hope for them to overcome their situation as well. How amazing is that, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, I don't know about you, but just me speaking that right now and thinking about it, it gives me chills because I know that I've been able to do that in so many people's lives. And if you're listening to this and if you've done, and if you've done that as well, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what that feeling is, is when you have a conversation with somebody that you know is in pain and has been going through some things or has gone through some things and they don't know how to get to that next level. They don't, they don't know how to overcome it. They don't know how to open up, right? Some people arbor all of those feelings and emotions inside and then we wonder why they explode is because they're not releasing. They have no way of releasing their feelings and their emotions. But you know how that feels when you've shared something with somebody and you've had a moment and experience and you know, you're sharing life with each other, telling each other stories and, and, and you relate with that person and you start to encourage and inspire that person or they start to encourage and inspire you. That feeling is like undescribable. It's such an amazing feeling, but you can't even describe it. It's almost like it's like exhilarating, like you're like you're, you're burning on the inside, right? And so when, what happens is, is when you're sharing your story and you're sharing those moments with people, what's happening is that there's healing that's taking place. Because every time you share your story with someone and every time you share your overcoming with someone, not only are you healing yourself from the wounds that you may have been carrying, but you're healing them as well. You're helping them to heal the wounds that they've been carrying in, in, their, in their own lives. So when you, take it on, when you take it to a professional level, one of the first things you have to remember is that every story has a beginning, middle, and ending. Right? A, lot, a lot of times when people are telling stories, they like to bounce around a lot and, and then they get sidetracked and they go, they're, they're headed in one direction and then they start going into a whole other direction. So you have to remember that when you, know, when you start the story, remember and formulate it. Like you can practice, right? All of this that I'm, all, all the stuff that I'm talking about takes a tremendous amount of practice. But when you're starting to develop and craft 
your signature story. Like when you're going to be speaking in front of people or presenting in front of people or speaking on stages, you know, on a higher level professionally, you want to remember that every story has a beginning, middle and ending. And like I said, my, my, one of my mentors, I say this all the time, one of my mentors, Les Brown, I love him. I love him dearly. He's always saying, never tell a story without making a point and never make a point without telling a story. And the reason is, is because it goes hand in hand. You want to make sure that when you're sharing a story or telling a story, that you're bringing it back full circle to make the point, you know, to show the audience or the listeners, uh, the, the, to prove the point that you're trying to make. So you want to make sure that your story ties into the point that you're wanting to make. It just makes it that much more powerful. And again, I'll go back to that example of watching a movie. You ever watch a movie and you're like, oh man, this is good. And then there's like a sudden shift or a plot twist into it. And you're like, oh man, that's amazing. It's the same thing when you're, when you're, when you're speaking in front of people, you want to make sure that when you're sharing the story, you bring it back full circle for them so that when you're done sharing the story, they're like, oh wow, that's amazing. I see how they put that together. I see how he did that. Or I see how she did that. And it makes the storytelling process and experience that much more powerful. Secondly, you want to make sure that you understand and know that uh, the purpose of your story, because uh, when you're speaking professionally in front of a large audience or for an organization like I do, uh, most of the time I like speaking to large corporations and organizations because I have a 20 year corporate America background. So I know the lingo, I know the jargon, I know the vocabulary, I know the culture. And so you want to make sure that you understand who your audience is or, or is going to be because you don't want to share certain stories that may not fit with that type of audience or that type of demographic. So you want to make sure that you know who you're going to be speaking to ahead of time so that you can plan accordingly. You can plan what stories you want to include. You can plan what experiences you want to share because it's, the more that you put a story that's fitting for your listener, for your audience, the more powerful of an experience they are going to have. So for me, I've learned how to incorporate my whole life struggle from when I was born to now and incorporate it and make it relatable in a way because the reality is, is that every single person on this planet is going to experience struggle. And so my main message is about overcoming struggle, but not only overcoming struggle, overcoming your mind uh, in a way that you're able to overcome the struggle, right? Because you, every battle is always won where? In the mind first, that's right. Every battle is won in the mind first. So once you, underst once you understand that you have the ability to control what you're thinking, what you believe, what you're speaking, what you're feeling, then you have the ability to share that story in such a way that's compelling, that's captivating, that's motivating, that's inspiring, that's exhilarating, that's attention grabbing. And that's how you're going to be able to develop those raving uh, fans, those lifelong fans of yours that are going to follow you from years for years and years and years to come. Like I hear sometimes people, you know, with my mentor, Les Brown, they, you know, he shares the same stories and he shares uh, some of the same, his same experiences. But you know why he does that? and people don't get tired of hearing it is because it's so relatable. He, 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 he puts it in such a way that it's so relatable to the average normal person, right? He struggled, he overcame, he faced adversity. And those are things that every single person on this planet is going to experience. And so I'm telling you, that's why I studied the man like crazy. And I practice, 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 because 
I've, I, I shared a, a similar message of, of struggle. The, the title of my book is called Don't Let Your Struggle Become Your Standard. How to be indispensable even when the odds are stacked against you. So everybody at some point in time in life is going to go through a struggle and they're going to feel like they have some odds that are stacked against them. So it's universal, right? Everybody can relate to that to some level. Now, not everybody's in a wheelchair. Not everybody... Uh, is as body is and muscles is getting weaker, but they're gonna understand. They're gonna understand the struggle aspect. They're gonna understand the adversity aspect. They're gonna relate to the challenge and the difficulty aspect. And they're going. It's gonna resonate with them. And they're gonna also be able to understand and enjoy and implement potentially in their own lives the overcoming aspect of it. Like how if he is in a wheelchair and he's able to overcome all that he has overcome in life. How can I overcome the challenges and the difficulties and the adversities that I'm facing in my own life? And at the end of the day, that's what the core of the message is. It's like I have a struggle and I'm doing all these amazing things and I've been able to do these amazing things because I've, I've overcome my own mindset. Now, how can you do the same? Right? Maybe you come from a, a drug addicted family or, or an alcohol abuse family or domestic violence or uh, child abuse or whatever it is, like whatever your struggle, whatever your pain point was, how can you overcome it? And that's where I come in. That's where I help people. That's where I coach a lot of my clients when they say, oh, I don't have a story to tell. Yes, you do. You have a story to tell. You may not know how to tell it or you may not want to tell it, but you definitely have a story to tell. And you probably have multiple stories as in plural form, because I, I have a million and one stories that I can share with you of, of, of my time in life when I was able to walk and, and my time in life where I, where I haven't been able to walk, right? Up until right now, I have a, a million and one <laughs> stories that I can share with you. Funny, uh, intellectual, uh, sad, exciting, happy, depressing, a whole bunch of different types. But that's why, it's, that's why I say that it's, it's, it's important for you to understand who your audience is so that you can pick the, sto the right stories that are going to fit the right audience. All right. So I just want to give you, if you're taking some notes and you're, and you're sitting down and you want to jot them down, go ahead and jot them down. If not, just listen to them, take a mental note, come back to the podcast, listen to it. And listen, if you know somebody out there who you know has a powerful story and they haven't been able to share it or they don't know how to, or they're afraid to share it, go ahead and share this episode with them and have them reach out to me because I love to go ahead and help make that happen for them. Uh, so they can start using their story in a powerful way to encourage and inspire other people. But I just want to give you some few quick steps to consider when developing your story. Number one, you want to begin with the past, right? You want to start, like I always start out like, yeah, I was born with, or I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. You want to tell people where you came from because everybody always sees the success. Everybody always hears about the success. That's what we post on social media is the success. We never post like where, we all, where it all started, right? Very rarely do you see people post about where it all started. But you want to begin with the past because you want to start with a strong attention-grabbing uh, opening that makes a massive difference for your audience, right? That will hopefully keep them engaged and inspired the entire time. So you want to open up strong. Number two, you want to address the pain point, right? I spoke up a little bit about that earlier. You want to address the pain point because that makes your story more relatable, right? If your pain is similar to their pain, then you make a connection, they want to know more about you. They want to know more about what you've been through and they want to know specifically how you overcame. 
And so you make a connection. Uh, number three, you want to take them in uh, from from you know from the past to the present tense and into the future. You want to show them how you've been able to overcome and what you're doing now because of overcoming. Your mind, what your mindset is like. What are your habits? What are your routines? And then you want to take them into the future, like because I've overcome and I've done all of these things. This is where I'm headed, and this is where I want to go. So you show them, uh, you know, you you show them that you've been able to overcome, and you show them that overcoming is available to them as well. Number four, you want to close with confidence and clarity. You want to close with confidence or clarity because let's be honest, when you, you can tell when somebody's not confident in themselves and whatever they're telling you, you're going to take it you know, as a grain of salt because you don't hear the confidence in their voice. You don't see the confidence in their posture. You don't see the confidence in their uh, body language. Right? So you want to make sure that you close with confidence and clarity because that's going to give the people that are listening to you confidence and clarity to go ahead and share their story and develop their story as well, right? Let them see that the per let them see the purpose and the point of the story that gives people confidence and clarity. And listen, practice, practice, practice. Practice is going to give you the confidence and the clarity that you'll need to execute when you're sharing your story on any type of stage, right? And then lastly, number five, you want to inspire people to take action. You don't want to just get on stage and motivate and inspire people and share powerful stories. No, I mean, you do want to do that, but you want to go even more further than that. You want to make sure that you're inspiring them to take action because at the end of the day, you're sharing that to encourage them to take action, to make a move, to make it happen in their own lives because sharing your story gives others the strength to take an action or change uh, uh, or change in a perspective that they may be facing with a situation or whatever circumstance that they're going through. So you want to be able to, uh, you want to be able to help them and move them and inspire them to take action. And listen, guys, all of this stuff that I'm sharing with you, even research, research has shown that the brain is heavily stimulated when listening to stories that resonate and inspire. All different types of the brain are stimulated because it relates and it resonates with stories that uh, that inspire you to learn more, do more, and become more, right? Stepping outside of your shell. And that's why, you know, uh, that's why when we hear, when we hear good stories, they, 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 uh, they tend to stick with us, right? And we're able to share those stories almost verbatim with other people because that story has impacted our brain in such a way that we retain most of the information. And also, you know, that's why, a lot of people tell stories when they're when they're trying even trying to transfer information because uh, studies have shown again that people are more receptive. The brain is more receptive uh, when when they're hearing and they uh, you know to retain the information and the data when they're hearing something in a story format instead of just looking at data. You know when you're looking at data, your brain is all over the place. But when you're hearing a story, your brain has a way of retaining that information that helps you to regurgitate that information more quickly. Like I think the study showed like 22 times, 22 times more faster and more efficiently uh, than, than just showing data. You get to be like, just like watching a movie when you share it with your friends, like, Hey, remember this part? Remember that part? Or you read a book and you're talking about the book and you're like, Hey, remember this part? Or remember they said this, or they said that is because your brain gets stimulated when you're hearing uh, information in a story format, and what happens is, is that it leads the listener to a deeper emotion, uh, to a deeper immersion and responsiveness to your story. And at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to close with this. But at the end of at the end of the day, 
You want to make sure that any story that you share is a memorable story. You want to make sure that it's a memorable story because you don't want to just tell powerful stories just to tell powerful stories. No, you want to tell stories because they help you make a lasting impact in the people who are hearing them. And I'm going to close with this story. I remember one time I went with my family and if you bought my book, you probably uh, read the story in the book because I wrote about it. And it was something that impacted me in such a way that I had to write about it. But I remember going to uh, Ocho Rios, Jamaica, one time with my family. And we went to this place called the Blue Hole. If you've ever been there, if you've never been there, you want to make sure you check out the Blue Hole. And it's not something that you can take as a cruise excursion. You got you to gotta get into the, with the locals and they'll take you there. But anyhow, my family and I went there. Now this blue hole was like, it was a hole, it was a blue hole. Like it was, it was at, at the bottom of a, of a natural spring. And in order to get there, you had to walk down like a steep hill over rocks and trees and, and things like that. And, and it was very difficult for anybody in a wheelchair to be able to go. Nobody in a wheelchair could go, right? So they're going, my, my, my wife and my children, they're going on this trip. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I would love to go into that water, but you know, I'm already used to it. I'm already used to not being able to do certain things uh, when we go on vacation, especially on excursions, if it requires, you know, physical activity. And I'm okay with that. As long as I get to see my family and my kids and my wife having fun, that, that brings me joy, that brings me happiness. So I was okay with just chilling out this time again. But this one guy, mm, and I always talk about the power of the one too, but this one guy came up to me, shout out to Devro, man. His name is Devro England. If you're listening to this, man, I love you, brother. You made a huge impact on my life. But this one guy named Devro came up to me. He said, hey, man, would you, would you like to get into the water? And I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. But how do you suppose I get there? And he just looked at me in my face and he said, I'll carry you. And I was like, wow, this dude is willing to carry me on his back down this steep hill, over rocks, over falling down trees and, and, and all of these crazy obstacles. I was like, hey, man, if this guy's willing, then I, I, told him, I told him straight up, I said, hey, man, listen, if you're willing, I'm willing. Uh, so I had one of his buddies to carry my manual wheelchair with me in case he got tired uh, at any point down the hill, you know, down the mountain to the, to the, to the blue hole. He could uh, open up the wheelchair and he could sit me in the wheelchair. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you that this individual, Devro, carried me the entire way without taking one break, I was blown away because I'm 155 pounds dead weight on this man's back. He carried me the entire way. He put a life vest on me. He put me in the water and he stayed with me in the water for about a good 20 to 30 minutes. And I felt so free because in the water I can move, I can float, you know, but since it was a stream and it was like rushing down into the hole, he had to kind of stay cl close to me to hold me so I wouldn't go with the water, right? But I felt so free. I felt so liberated and it felt so refreshing. That was the first time I ever uh, got into a natural, a body of a natural spring of water, right? And it was so cold. I was like, oh my gosh, it's cold. But I didn't even, I wasn't even worried about the cold because I was just so fixated on the experience. And when it was time to come back uh, up the hill, you know, again, this guy Devro carried me on his back all the way up the hill. So you can imagine maybe going down a hill is a lot easier. You know, obviously going up anything against gravity is more difficult, but this guy carried me on his back all the way up the hill, did not even take a break, all the way up the mountain, I, I should say, because it was a mountain, it wasn't a hill. It was mountainous terrain. And he carried me all the way up. 
And at the end of the day, when he sat me back in my wheelchair, when I got to the top, I, I looked at him, I gave him a big hug and I said, man, thank you so much, Devro. You've made a lasting impact on my life. And the reason that happened was because it was simple, folks. You had one man that was willing to show compassion to another man so that he can experience life. And it's such a beautiful story when, when, you, when, you, when you get the book. If you don't have the book, get the book because I write about it in great detail. But it's, a, it's such a beautiful story about how one young guy wanted to help another young guy experience life. Just experience life. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe that if more of us uh, uh, human beings were out there helping other people to just experience life, just imagine for a moment what this world would look like. Imagine for just a moment how people would, would react towards you and, and, and people's attitudes towards you. Imagine what kind of planet we would live on if people were just that compassionate and just wanted to help someone else experience life. I don't know about you, but I'm all about experiencing life. That's why I do what I do, because I want to experience life to the full. I'm not going to let this wheelchair stop me. And I hope that whatever challenge or struggle you're going through, that you're not going to let that stop you either from living your life to the full and experiencing life. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if you have a story that you've been wanting to tell, or, you've, or you need a coach or a mentor to help you craft and develop that signature story, like take extract all the main nuggets of your life and put it into a one big story format. If you need help with that, or you've been wanting to do that, I want you to go ahead and reach out to me. You can send me an email at info at joseinspires.com, or you can reach out to me on any social media platform at Jose Inspires. I would be glad and I would be glad and honored to go ahead and help you structure, craft, and develop that signature story that you can share with the world and help other people experience life. I also have a book writing masterclass. If you have a story or information or experiences that you want to put in a book format, I want you to go ahead and check that out as well. You can go to my website, joseinspires.com. It's a book writing masterclass where I walk you from A to Z on everything you need to know. So not only write your book, but publish your book and become a number one best-selling author. That's right. Not just a best-selling author, but a number one best-selling author. So if, that's, if that sounds like that's something that you want to go ahead and take advantage of, go ahead and check out my website. Hit me up, Jose, uh, info at joseinspires.com, and I'll help you craft your story so that you can help others experience life. I appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Have an amazing week. God bless you, and take care. I love you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires.com, where you'll see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I won't stop until I win.